0: At the age of 16, Stephen Jones was a budding white-collar criminal, going to a boarding school in England.
1: It was there that I learned everything that I ever needed to know about how to play a system to my own advantage.
0: Stephen always presented himself as a model student. He was social, did well in school, and ran the candy store in the dorm. He seemed so well-adjusted, the school assigned him a shy and quiet roommate, Christian in hopes that Stephen would help the kid come out of his shell.
1: You know, his parents expressed concern that he might not be you know, able to integrate very well.
0: So Stephen helped integrate him by suggesting Christian become the house treasurer, making him responsible for all the money coming in and out of the dorm.
1: And that meant that between the two of us, we controlled the entire inflow of money and outflow of goods around the whole house. We sat down and very effectively cooked the books such that by careful transferral of assets between the shop and between the school house funds, we could move money backwards and forwards, we could hide money that had gone missing, we could get things purchased on the school income finances and sell them on at a profit as part of the candy store. You know, we could pretty much write down anything we wanted in these books, it turned out. Who's checking the books? No one imagines that sixteen-year-olds are going to be embezzling. I'm the operator of
0: my pocket calculator.
1: We must have pulled about five or six thousand dollars out of the school as a whole over the course of that year. No, I spent it as teenagers do on pointless luxuries.
0: Stephen thought he had covered his tracks, but one day he was summoned to the office of the undermaster, the man in charge of discipline.
1: He had a reputation as a really serious, hardcore guy. And you'd be in this, this sort of formal baronial hallway leading to this dark oaken door at the end behind which was your fate and you'd be left to sit outside on some ornate bench for 15 minutes while you sort of stewed and got increasingly worried and then finally like the door would open and you wouldn't see who'd opened it there'd be just a voice saying come It really was like some Hollywood interpretation of a, of a boarding school So I went into his office, you know, and he sits behind a desk with light behind him. And he was an old guy, you know, glasses, balding head. And he was looking at my file, which was surprisingly thick, actually. And I sat down. It was immediately clear that he could tell what had been going on. He could see what money had been coming in, what money had been going out, and uh, that he was fully aware of the scam. And. He said to me, but I see that your family is in Denmark. Can you fly to Denmark on a regular basis? And I said, yes. And he said, so you go through the duty free every time? And I said, yes. And he said, well, if you were to bring me 200 Benson & Hedges cigarettes, then we could forget about all of this. And so... I began regularly to bring him a carton of cigarettes every month. He would say, more cigarettes this month? And I would say, absolutely, sir, and carry on my way. So I never had to suffer the hand of discipline in the school. It taught me yet more things about how the system works.
0: So Stephen added smuggling to his list of criminal activities, right next to embezzlement.
1: We absolutely continued the scam. Well, in fact, we refined the process after we got caught. You don't always have to be invisible you have to make it easy for someone like the Undermaster to look the other way.
0: Money, money, money Must be funny In the rich man's world Money, money, money Always It's a rich man's world
1: Thank you, Stephen Jones, for breaking down how the world really works. That story is produced by Lindsay Lee Keel and Renzel Gorio. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.